Chapter 11, Another Loss for Frankenstein. It was 8 p.m. when we landed. For a short time, we walked on the shore, enjoying the fading light. Then we went to our room at the inn. We looked out at the lovely scene of waters, woods, and mountains. The wind, which had fallen in the south, now rose up in the west. The moon was beginning to descend. The clouds swept across it and dimmed its rays. The lake reflected the beauty of the busy skies. Then suddenly, heavy rain began to fall. I had been calm during the day, but as night fell, a thousand fears rose in my mind. I was anxious and watchful. My right hand grasped a pistol that was hidden in my pocket. Every sound terrified me, but I resolved I would not back off of the fight until my own life or that of the monster was ended. I passed an hour in this state of mind. Then suddenly I thought how fearful the fight I expected would be to my wife. I decided to check each room in the hotel. I would face the monster anywhere else but in our room. I left as Elizabeth was getting ready for bed. I was walking up and down the halls of the inn when I heard a shrill and dreadful scream. As I listened, the terrible truth rushed into my mind. The monster wasn't planning to kill me. It was Elizabeth he was after. The scream was repeated and I rushed to the room. Great God, why did I not then die? Why am I here to tell this terrible story? Elizabeth was there, dead, thrown across the bed. Her head was hanging down and her pale face was half covered by her hair. No matter which way I turned, all I could see was Elizabeth, flung by the murderer on her bridal bed. Could I see this and live? Alas, life is strong and clings even when it is most hated. I fell to the ground in a faint. When I came to, I was surrounded by the people of the inn. Their faces showed terror, but their horrified feelings were but a dim shadow of my own. I rushed toward Elizabeth and took her in my arms. But what I now held was no longer the Elizabeth whom I had loved. The mark of the fiend's hand was on her neck and she was no longer breathing. Just then I happened to look up. The pale yellow light of the moon lit the room. I saw at the open window the hideous and hated monster. A grin was on his face as he pointed toward the corpse of my wife. I rushed toward the window, drawing a pistol from my pocket. I fired, but he escaped. Running as fast as lightning, he plunged into the lake. Men from the hotel helped me look for the monster. We used boats and nets, but we couldn't find him. After several hours, we returned to the inn. Most of my companions believed 
that I had only imagined the fleeing monster. Yet some of them set off among the woods to continue the search. Of course, they found nothing. I felt a sadness I had never known before. The death of William, the execution of Justine, the murder of Clairval, and now the killing of my wife. It was all so horrible. I began to worry about my last remaining loved ones. Even now, my father might be writhing under the creature's grasp. Ernest might be dead at his feet. I decided to return to Geneva right away. My father and Ernest were still alive, but when I told my father what had happened, it was too much for him. I think he had loved Elizabeth more than any of the Frankenstein family. His heart was broken. A few days later, he died in my arms. What after that became of me? I do not know. They called me mad. For many months, I heard, I was kept in a madhouse. When I came back to my right mind, I thought about revenge. I began to think about the best way to get it. I decided to go to a judge in the town. I told him that I knew who the destroyer of my family was. I said that I wanted all necessary means used to find the murderer. I told the judge the whole story. He listened to me with attention and kindness. I knew that I was taking a chance. Anyone hearing the tale would be sure I was out of my mind. Yet I had to tell the truth. I showed the judge that I couldn't be mad. All the parts of the story fit together too well for that. Thank God he believed me. But what can you do about it? asked the judge. I would help you if I could, but it has been some months since the creature's crimes. He could be anywhere. He followed you across Europe. The weather does not seem to bother him, and he is stronger than any man. It doesn't matter, I told the judge. I will go after him alone. He is never far from me. He stays near me to enjoy all the sadness he has brought to my life. He laughs at what he has done. I will find the evil creature and I will kill him or I will spend the rest of my life trying.